Good afternoon and welcome to UC Caps Weekly. This is a basketball podcast covering the University of Canberra Capitals women's basketball team. And good afternoon, Michelle. Hey, Simon. It's been a while. It's been six weeks. Six weeks. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know we said we were taking a break. We weren't planning on it being quite this long as uh, we've... Worked very, very hard to dodge COVID, but in the end it caught me and then it caught Michelle. <laughs> That's right. So the last few weeks have been a little rough. <laughs> they have been a little bit rough. But <coughs> everyone in the house mm-hmm. has had it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not fun. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, yes, we are finally back after a lovely, well-earned break of mm. six weeks. And a ton of stuff has happened in that six weeks. But just a little bit of housekeeping before we go on, Michelle. Um, we just want to officially welcome an extra member to the UC Caps Weekly family. That's right. She's kept things ticking along for us. She sure has. Our, <laughs> our good buddy Lil, she has been taking on a lot of the, the social media duties and all those great graphics and uh, the stats from all the girls on, on the various competitions on the each gram. weekend. She's been the queen of the gram for the UC Caps Weekly crew and we're very, very happy to have her on board and helping us out. Where to start, Michelle? I think we start with the huge news that we were all hanging on. Yeah, that's right. So in our last podcast, we talked about the fact that there were four coaching vacancies up. Mm. Most important one, of course, was the Caps was job ours. with yep. Gory going. And super signing from my perspective. <sighs> yep. Really great announcement in Christenville. Yep. Taking over so the reins. exciting. Yeah, really great. Um, it would be fantastic to see her in a head co- in the head coach role of the um, of the Caps and steering the ship. So yep. um, she's a bit busy at the moment. Yep, <laughs> we've been trying to trying to nail her down for an interview, but uh, right now she's uh, with the Opals, mm-hmm. assistant in coaching Japan in, the, in the Japan series. So she's you know she doesn't have a lot on. She's now head coach of the Caps. She's still head coach of the COE program until the end of this season, mm-hmm. which I think is sort of August September. Yep. And she's doing Opal's assistant exactly coaching right. as well. And so. I would suspect she's probably involved as well in a COE role a little bit with some of the preparations for our junior programs that under-17s head off yep. overseas very shortly for mm-hmm. their Worlds, or their Asia qualifiers first and then the Worlds. But yeah, so, yeah. so no rest for the wicked. Yeah, that's right. So she's <laughs> on it. Um, so it's great to see Vili back involved with the CAPS program. It's fantastic. Uh, head coach role. Yeah. Bring it. Multiple championship winner, multiple grand final MVP. Oh, yeah. only one of those was with the Caps, sorry. One was with the AFS. But just such a an integral part of the dynasty that was built at this club. And it's just, yeah, we sort of alluded to it last time. It's a no-brainer to bring her on board. And she's signed on for two years. And uh, we'll see how that all and pans we, out. And we will definitely get to talk to her. Yes, very soon, soon we're hoping. <laughs> soon we're hoping. We'll just let it get over a, f- a few things done first. But um, other coaching announcements. There's a real capitals thread through yep, all yep. of these appointments, Simon. And so it's a real breath of fresh air through the entire league. And when we talked about it, half of the coaching jobs in the league we're came up for grabs at the yeah, end of the season. Exactly right. So the next announcement was um, the announcement that Chris Lucas was going to be coaching the Melbourne Boomers after Guy Malloy yep. has headed over to NZ mm-hmm. to work over there. So, uh, yeah, Lucas is moving into that role at Melbourne. Yep. Um, then another next announcement that came along was the Bendigo job. Yep. 
Kennedy Kariyama. Yeah, great That's appointment. That's so good. Yeah, excellent appointment. So really pleased for Kennedy to get back Fantastic. into the league and, and coaching. And he did a stellar job uh, looking after the Caps when Gorry uh, had a little break did during he ever? the season. Yeah, yep. he was fantastic. And just a good human being. Just yeah. a fantastic guy and, um, yeah, great coach. Mm. Really, really, really happy for Bendigo. That's right. And then another big announcement from oh. the Caps' perspective. And this has killed us because we've known about it for weeks. For weeks and weeks and weeks. <laughs> I know. Uh, and that is the Adelaide appointment and Canberra legend. Natty Hurst. Natty Hurst. So good. Yeah. So she's uh, gone uh, head coach with the Adelaide Lightning. So that'll be her first head coaching um, gig in the WNBL yep. as well. So um, it's really great to see two brand new head coaches coming into the league. with. Yeah. Uh, Veely and Hurst. Yep. Um, and, you know, my other uh, good news out of that is two women coming back into the Absolutely. league and coaching again. So yep. it's good to see um, yep. uh, some of those uh, young women <laughs> who have played and been a part of the league and part of the sport yeah. um, getting a go yep. um, in top jobs, which is fantastic news. Very, very exciting. It'll be interesting, Simon, to see with those appointments all in place now, some of the player movements, because there's still a lot of players that are unsigned. Yep. Um, and, you know, uh, I think we talked before um, the announcements were made in our last podcast about, you know, the importance of getting your coaches in place so mm. that players can start to make decisions about what they were planning on doing in the next season. Definitely. And that that leads nicely into our next topic, which is, of course free agency and what's going on there. Now, we'll we'll focus on the, on the Capitals to begin with and mm. then we'll look at uh, across the league at some of the big changes that have happened already and that this, you know, these announcements will come out as you were sort of alluding to before. Now that the coaches are in place, a lot more of these announcements will come out and we'll see the, the team start to bed down for the new season. But um, straight off the bat, Coach Veal was uh, on the phone looking <laughs> up some of the... Uh, the old crew, and we've got Talia Tapea coming back mm-hmm. and also Brit Smart, which is fantastic news. Yeah, that's right. And so they will join. We already knew that Jade Melbourne, mm-hmm. Shanice Swain and Gemma Potter yep. had um, uh, were on for next season. Uh, so, yeah, a bit of experience to add to some of the young uh, brigade there. Um, and, you know, in looking at those signings, we've got our. I think we've got a, our guard spots covered, Simon. Yeah, it's yeah. It's yep. really now <laughs> pretty, pretty solid. The guard spots. I think spot. we're okay in the guard spots. Um, we now need to shore up uh, something in our uh, front court. Yeah. To, to um, <laughs> complement a pretty good uh, guard rotation that we'll have going there. Yeah, excited about Brit Smart coming back. She's played, I think, the best best uh, season she's played in Australia last season, and. Uh, yeah. was just yeah on fire. It was fantastic to yeah. see after a, a bunch of seasons where she struggled with injuries and stuff. Um, yeah, and, and similarly for Tapia, absolutely. As well, you yep. know, um, and that when you look at that group, we've got different looks in the sort of guards that we have yeah. on the floor. So it, you can go, yeah. Anyway, it'd be really interesting. We just need to get some front court <laughs> yep. to go with it. And a little bit of sad news, Michelle, um, is that. We won't see Brittany Sykes coming back next season. She signed on for a season in Europe. Yes, that's right. Next hour, our summer. Mm-hmm. So we were hoping she might come back, but uh, she. Last time we saw her, she she pretty much guaranteed us that one day she will be coming back. She's really loved her time here in Canberra and in Australia, and has kind of fallen in love with the country. 
So I, I don't think it'll be too long before we see Brit back over here, even if not with the Capitals. She certainly really fell in love with Australia, as most people do when mm. they come out here. They um, love it. But, um, yeah, it was a, a real honour to watch her go around for the Caps mm. and win that Defensive Player of the Year title. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll miss Crazy. her, but, but congratulations to her on getting one of those fat European contracts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly right. And, of course, the other players um, that haven't made decisions yet around what they will do next season is obviously uh, Kelsey Griffin. Yep. Uh, Kelly Wilson. Yep. Uh, we don't know what um, Leisha Froling's mm-hmm. uh, plans are at the moment. Uh Kabila. Cabillo, Ruth, yep. uh, Solway, um, I guess are the, the players. And Bronte Cork. And Bronte Cork yeah. are the players that we're waiting on um, hearing what's happening there. So, mm. um, yeah, so we'll just have to wait and, and stay tuned. And Bunts, of course, Alex Bunton is yep. the other player. Yep. So we'll wait and see what Bunton. Now, Bunts isn't playing in the off-season. No, um, she's the only player out of that group that isn't. Playing. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know she um, she took on a lot of that sort of social advocacy role and, yeah, had a lot of attention around that, did a lot of work nationally mm. uh, on that advocacy stuff. So I think she's been working pretty heavily on that. And, and just the fact that she came back after being retired for yeah. um, an extended period of time and yep. uh, having had a, her child yep. um, and what have you. So, yeah, from all so accounts, still... Still in the mix and still wants to play, but uh, yeah. yeah, just took the, the time off in this off season. Yep, and no doubt we'll be um, talking to various people about mm-hmm. her plans next season. So <laughs> we'll wait and see what happens. Now, onto the league in general and some mm. other fairly big news on some of the signing fronts. We've had some recent news for Sydney. Mm-hmm. So they've signed Tiana Magakahia. Mm, so right. she had a Euro contract last. Yep. Last season, but she's going to come back and play with Sydney. And they have also signed Emma Clark from Perth. Okay, yep. So she was one of the one of the benches over at Perth last mm-hmm. year. Didn't get tons of minutes, but um, when she was on, she looked good. Mm. Uh, so they are moving to Sydney. The, probably the and they've already got – so Keely Froling signed with yes. them still. Shyla Hill is yep. still there. Mansfield, I think, is – Mansfield not has not resigned. Right. We've heard Don't know what she's there. doing. We'll see what happens yeah. there. And of course, um, Kalani Purcell has yeah. resigned as is, well. Is she signed still there? So yep. yep. So they've 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 got a pretty strong core there with mm. with Heel and Mangakia in the backcourt and Froling and Purcell. That's uh, that's a pretty solid route for them to start with after a, a pretty disappointing season. Um, the other big news was uh, a depletion in the stocks at the Melbourne Boomers. Yes. With Ezzy McBegor and Lindsay Allen both Signing picking up Euro Europe. contracts, yep. which is great for them. Uh, not so great for the Boomers. No, that's all right. That's um, two big outs. That's, yeah, that's yep. kind of the, what the girls need to do. And another bit of coaching news, Michelle, that only came out today. Uh, Ryan Patrick has re-signed with Perth on a multi-year deal. I thought he, I thought he was already signed for next mm. year. So I think, is it a? Is he just extended his existing contract for multi-years? I. Don't, don't know, know. exactly. Yeah, okay. There was there wasn't a lot of detail around it. It just said mm. that he'd re-signed on a multi-year deal. And we'll find yep. out, I guess, yep. in the coming days what the details of that yep. are. Um, just going back to Melbourne, Simon, Izzy Wright has retired. Yeah. She announced her retirement. That was the other announcement yeah. out of Melbourne, of course. It was a bit of, bit of left field. But, oh. um, yeah. Of course, she'll join Jenna O'Hay on the mm. retirement ranks from last season. So good luck in the next phases of their lives for those guys. Mm. 
So that's it with the local free agency news at the moment. There hasn't been a lot. It's mm. really just been Sydney, Melbourne and us. And um, we'll wait and hear what's coming in the next few weeks to months. I'm sure there's a lot of coaches having conversations with managers and players yep, at the a moment. A lot of people <laughs> out of contract and a lot of people up for grabs. Yeah. So you can guarantee there's been a lot of those conversations had already. Let's have a look at the WNBA, Michelle. We've got a bit of a vested interest over there, of course, with uh, our own Coach Goris starting his WNBA coaching debut with the Atlanta Dream. And, of course, uh, Christy Wallace went mm. over there. She was um, drafted a few years back, but through injury uh, has, has not been able to get over there and play. But she finally has got herself in, in check, and, boy, is she kicking She's doing great. So she's been starting, I think, every game. Every game. Every game for the Atlanta Dream. And she's been doing an excellent job for them. Um, And it's good to see that for – I mean, obviously she was here for a few seasons Mm -hmm. with the Caps, but most recently she played with um, Southside. Yep. Um, And, yeah, she's really just killing it over there, which is great. She's also out of contract. She is out of contract, yeah. With regard to WNBL, so but she, the way she's playing, she could be getting an offer from Europe as well. Yeah, absolutely. And we fully expect her to, to be suiting up for the Opals in the World Championships in September. That's I would think so. The way she's playing at the moment is yeah. just brilliant. She mm-hmm. is killing it. She had Today she had 17 points, three rebounds, two assists. As you said, starting, playing about 25 to 30 minutes every game. And and just bringing that hustle game that she has um, to everything. So I think they're loving her over there. They and are loving her, yep. <laughs> That's the word from Gory is that everyone's very impressed with Wally and how great she's doing. And he's just loving every minute of it over mm-hmm. there as well. I've chatted with him a couple of times and he's yeah, really, really enjoying the experience and uh, playing in the big league. Mm-hmm. That's Very right. cool. And in other um, WNBA movements, obviously, Annalie Maley, Went over, uh, was with the Chicago Sky. She yep. went to training camp and yep. managed to um, – has been cut though now. She played a few games for them and just loved the experience and is back in Australia now, so that's Yeah, early. she talked yesterday at halftime in the Opals game about her how much she enjoyed that experience and how wonderful it was to get a taste. And um, She's keen for more. Very keen for more, <laughs> as, as is anyone that gets over there. I think they're all very keen for yeah, more. Yeah, why not? Well, we saw Shyla Hill say the same thing yeah. with her experience. She was cut early, sort of like Annalie was as well, and, and yeah. she's they're very keen to get yeah. back over there and play at that level. Yeah, so and Alana Smith obviously went over this um, as well, and she's, she's still playing. Yeah, so. she's still signed with Indiana. She's not getting a lot of minutes, no. but she's still there. She's there, yeah. And, yep. of course, there's the Talbots and the Allen and all the rest Izzy of them. Izzy McBegall. Izzy McBegall. They're all yep. still over there playing. So a um, bit of action in the WNBA for the Australians yeah. as well. And, of course, our good buddy Mariana Tolo has finished up her European sojourn with Basket Londe and had a fantastic season, played really, really well. They got to finals, had a, had a really successful campaign, and she's all finished up now. So I assume she'll be heading home shortly. And, um, In preps I, for world champs, obviously, world champs coming, coming up. up. Mm, that's yep, right. Yep. Putting and on the Opals uniform again, we hope. Yeah, and hopefully uh, we might be able to see her in a Caps uniform again. I could... Uh, almost guarantee that she's had a phone call from Vili already. So <laughs> let's, and probably from every club in Australia. I was say. <laughs> so she's going to be hot property. So we'll have to wait and see whether Tolo will come back to Australia or whether she'll go Not around again Europe, in Europe. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, now, onto our players in the NBL1, Michelle. Mm. They're all doing 
great, doing amazing stuff. Yeah, so they're all playing in the NBL One competition. We've got players competing in the North, South and East mm-hmm. um, conferences and, uh, you know, some uh, great performances uh, happening across the league. And then, of course, we've got Bunce, as we said, is not playing in the off-season and Tapea is due to kick off her New Zealand League competition in the next few weeks. In yeah, June very end of June, and it's a two-month season. There's five teams over there, and Tapea's playing with Northern Kahu. That's so right. that, that'll be interesting to see how that goes for T. Yeah, and just, you know, on, on our plays. So we've got Kelsey Griffin obviously playing with Launceston. Launceston. Uh, she's sitting fourth in points per game at the moment, um, second in rebounds. Uh, Kelly Wilson is leading the assists in the South Comp and Britt Smart sitting third in the assist count um, in the South Conference as well. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. When you head up north, um, Ruth is leading uh, rebounds there. So she's uh, not, no surprises. She's uh, dominating the boards <laughs> up in the in the north competition. Yep. Um, and, you know, like like there's been a number of games where all of the players, I mean, all the players are having stellar seasons and really contributing and leading their most of their teams um, in the competition. But there's been a couple of um, notable games. And I think Capillo's really... Um, having a great season up in the north there, as as is Shanice Swain. We didn't see a lot of her play throughout the year. Ten she, steals in one of their games. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I knocked down 30-odd points in, yep. in a couple of games. So it's good to see some of the players that we don't see a lot of during the season really stepping up. Gemma Potter, two oh, buzzer beaters. Two buzzer, buzzer beater threes yeah, I know. in two games to I win it for Dandenong. They've got that play down pat, you yep. know, when we need a last second three, we just go on a Gemma and this Dish is it to Gem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she comes off the screen down, comes, pops high, <laughs> knocks it down. Yeah, she's won two of their games for Dandenong um, yep. doing that. So, uh, and Jade yeah. Melbourne's been having a, a fantastic season so far with uh, the Ballarat Miners. That's right. Um, we went down... Had, took a little drive down to Ballarat yeah. and had a bit of a chat f- with, up with Jade, yep. um, which was good. And eventually we will have that um, all put together sign. When COVID brain goes away yeah. and um, <laughs> we get some free time, that's going to, yeah, very, very soon in the next week or so, hopefully I'll have something out. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she's she's killing it. And uh, individually they're all doing fantastically Absolutely. well. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's just... You know, great to see them moving from strength to strength. And as you mentioned, Michelle, the players that we don't see a lot of, like Shanice and Gemma and Abby didn't get a lot of court time last season, but they are just thriving and really kicking butt. And, of course, our own Abby Solway, mm-hmm. Canberra girl, and she's playing with the Nationals in the East, in Com- the East Conference. Yeah. She's doing very well as well. She is. She's, you know, that, that team's a very young team. That, yep. Um, Overall, a young team. They do have a couple of older players, but she's doing a great job in terms of leadership and, and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So it's really good to see Abby out there getting some quality minutes. I mean, the NBL1 competition is tough. Mm -hmm. They are um, good quality. Most of the National League WNBL players play in that competition in the off-season, those that don't head over to the WNBA. um, And the odd player goes to Europe. So, you know, it's, it's full of National League players and it's yeah that um that new girl that said albury she's pretty good oh that lauren jackson yeah yeah yeah, yeah she's come out of nowhere <laughs> hasn't she <laughs> unbelievable i mean we can't not talk about it's just that, amazing um yeah so lauren jackson has 
come out of retirement to mm. play for her hometown, Albury. Yeah. Yep. She'd always said that she would like to finish out her basketball career playing for Albury yeah. at home. Yep. Um, and she came out of retirement and she is playing for the Albury Cougars. Oh, sorry, Albury B- Bandits. They haven't been the Cougars for a while. <laughs> Albury <laughs> Bandits uh, in the NBL One East competition, and she is killing it. <coughs> yes. Yep. Yep. I think she's had like she every game um, that she's played. She missed the first game because she had a, a plantar fasciitis yeah. injury, um, and then she had to miss around. Um, for COVID. With COVID, and that was when she was coming here coming to, Canberra, to Canberra, which would have been huge. Yeah, it would have been huge. Yeah. Um, but in every game, she's sitting around the 30 points a yeah. game in about 20 yeah. minutes. You know, 30 points, a dozen boards, and she's doing it all in about an average of 20-odd minutes a game. Just yeah. phenomenal. Just popping out, knocking down threes. Looks just like she's never mi- never missed a beat. Yeah. Right? She's just she Looks fantastic. Looks strong. Yeah, she looks healthy. in great shape, um, and so she looks like she's enjoying it, which yeah. is most important. Yeah, it was it was kind of sad to her last couple of seasons. She had so many injuries, and you could just, I mean, for those uh, those of us that were lucky to see her in a prime, mm. um, you know, those last couple of seasons, you just really felt for her and just went, man, it's such a, it's a shitty way to end your, your career. Mm. But, um, but she hasn't. She's back. Yeah, she's back. And, of course, it's triggered all the rumours, oh. right? Here we go. <laughs> Everyone's going, she's going to be playing for the Opals. In oh. the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's rumours flying left, right and centre that will... It's it's a different... Um, look, I think there is no doubt, like, skill-wise, IQ, etc., that she could still play at that top level. There's no doubt. And uh, the question is... Can she physically meet the demands of a world championship campaign tournament? Yeah, you know, that's yep. that's the the physicality of that competition. I mean, you know, I know people go and go. Oh, geez, they play tough in that WNBL, but at international level, you know, it's a whole step above. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's what is it, ten day tournament? Yep. And you know, you got eight games or something in ten days. It's yep. a big. Big ask of a body. It's not NBL One East. No, it's not NBL One <laughs> East. It's not. Um, but I. Oh, it'd be fantastic oh, if it happened. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be very cool. That's a um, big commitment from her. It's a well, big, yeah. I mean, she's a mum and business. You know, she's got a full time job. She's doing all sorts of things. She's exactly. You know. Anyway, so I mean, no doubt there'd be plenty of people there that could make the dream happen. That's but, right. Uh, yeah, it'd be amazing for her to legitimately finish out her international career and a world championships here in Australia. Yeah, yeah, that would be super cool. Icing yeah. on the cake for a, an already amazing career. Anyway, so speaking of Opals, there yeah. are two games into the um, series against Japan as a, a warm-up yep. to the Worlds, um, and it's split, one yep. game all. Um, and Let's talk about game one. Jade Melbourne. Jade Melbourne. She was. She just came took on, over. Took over that last quarter. Did everything. Did <laughs> everything. Just dominated. So that was. We're great. sitting there at three quarter time, going, "Geez, Jade's only had two minutes. Give her a bit more of a go." That and then she came out and started. Yeah, that's right. That and fourth just, quarter and just brought so much to the game. Bang. Was awesome. Won that's it. Right. Yeah. Won it for him. It was amazing. So they picked up the win in the first game, courtesy of uh, Jade's heroics. Um, <laughs> second game. Was uh, another close one, but Japan ended up getting the win on that one. 
not a pretty first half shooting wise. I think for both teams, I know for both teams. I think it was like eight percent and twelve percent from the three point line in the first half. Yeah, it was not good, but um, it was a tight game. It was a good contest. And yeah, really great hit outs for um the Opals to be able to play at home with. Yep. not out like. Neither Japan or Australia have their strongest squads Not even here, close, obviously. Yeah. You know, in, in terms of us, you know, we've still got Beck Allen, Christy Wallace, Tolo, Talbot, Wickham, um, Lance Smith, McBegger. They're all still overseas playing. Mm-hmm. So there's some, you know, there's players who are playing in this who won't, get a look in into yeah. the final squad for the yep. Worlds. Um, but it's a great opportunity for some uh, uh, fringe players and some young blood to have a, a crack at international competition and get an opportunity to wear the Opals uniform at home. Yep. And it's, it's been fantastic to see, you know, Steph Reed get her first run as an Opal. Beck yeah. Cole, which surprised us. First yeah. official Opals gig. I mean, I guess we – I've always put her in that bag because of three-on-three three well, and just yeah. assume that she and played she's all, Opals. she's been in – Always been Squads, in contention, yeah, always yeah. Always been in the Opal squad, yep. but never actually got to play for the Australian Opals mm. in an international game. Yep, because um, she's never quite, quite made it. So yeah, uh, yeah seeing so Maddie Rochi, Shyla Hill, just our depth of guards is just ridiculous. Well, and we need a point guard. Yeah, um, you know Mitchell had been out international point guard for a very long period of time and she's retired obviously mm-hmm. so uh, that position's open. Sammy Whitcomb did a fantastic job in the Asia Cup yep. last year I think it was last year yep. um, most recently but there is definitely um, we've got to find a point guard. Yes well one more game uh, mm-hmm. Tuesday night so check that one out people. Mm-hmm. Well my voice is about to die Michelle so <laughs> Uh, I think that's a pretty good effort coming back after <laughs> two weeks after I'm we both had COVID. I know, it's pathetic. <laughs> Drinking water, going, yep. oh my Lord. We will be back shortly with all the news that's happening. There's going to be a lot of announcements happening over the next couple of weeks and months as all of these teams start to sort themselves out for the new season. Uh, we should just very briefly, Michelle, touch on uh, there was a, a small event that happened in Australia last weekend. And we've got a change of government, which could be very good news for the venue situation for the Capitals. Yeah, that's right. So, obviously, uh, one of the local issues, yep. I guess, became a bit the of a hot election, topic pre-election. Topic, well, that's right, is venues in the ACT, yeah. um, both in terms of community sport, but also in terms of an elite sport. Um, venue, indoor facility, yep. um, was on the agenda for the election. Yep, uh, and we had commitments from all parties. Um, all parties of committed. Labor, Liberal and um, David Pocock, who looks like he will get in as an independent That's senator right, in the yes. ACT now. He was uh, committed to that so as well. So. Yeah, it's a refurb of the AIS arena, yeah. um, basically, is what's being discussed at the moment. Yeah, I'm not sure how much details in that, how quickly it could happen, whether it could be ready for this season, but yeah, sure. uh, good news anyway, I yeah, think. Yeah, so that it looks like there will be something in the longer term. All right, well, that'll do us for this week. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at UCCAPS Weekly and on Facebook at UCCAPS Weekly. We'll talk to you soon. Until then, take it easy.